Welcome to season two of Motivate Me, a show where we interview people who have incorporated a passion into their lives in order to inspire you, my fellow motivators, to do the same. This is Motivate Me, and I'm Lynette Renda. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for stopping in and checking up on us. Here we are, 50 State Tour. I'm sitting next to Chelsea. Hey. Cassie. Hello. And our Camden main host. We are in a homestay, and it is called Serenity Falls here in Camden, Maine. Beautiful here. So, Marie Romano. Hi. Now, you and I chatted yesterday on yesterday's episode. It was kind of emotional. I'm sorry that came out like it did, totally unplanned and unexpected, something I couldn't wait to share with you. And I, I hadn't been here long before you and I started having that conversation. How did you feel about yesterday's conversation? I think that the things that are unplanned and spontaneous are sometimes the best conversations. Um, so I felt really good about yesterday's episode. Good, because, I mean, it really, when I said that you impacted us, our trip and the ripple effect, or like we called it yesterday, which was your fabulous idea, the butterfly effect of kindness. Like that was such a great term, great terminology for what that did, I feel, you know, especially like with the, the connotation of butterfly kisses, you know, mm -hmm. I really love that. It was great. So you have spent today with us. How was it to spend the day with the Motivate Me crew? It was great. It was great. It was a lot of fun. And you took us to some really cool places. Number one, we got to have a lobster roll. Delish. So yummy. Well, when in Maine. When in Maine, eat lobster. the lobster. <laughs> Except she has a shellfish allergy, right? That's got to be torturous. Um, It is complete and utter torture to live in the shellfish capital of the United States and not be able to eat it. And just so everybody knows, I mean, people are parked on the side of the road in trucks selling lobster out of their truck. Or you'll see a sign for like a fruit and vegetable stand and it says blueberries, corn, fresh lobster. <laughs> it's torture. <laughs> so you took us for lobster rolls and then you took us a couple other places to check out the beautiful scenery and and uh viewpoints here in Maine and you are originally from New Jersey how are you liking Maine I love it I love it here the way of life is so different and people are so different and it's much more laid back and an easier way of life. When you pull into Maine, the sign says Maine, the way life should be. And it's true. You know, that really resonated with me. I said that to Chelsea. We passed through there. And then probably about an hour later, I brought it up again about how it says that the way life should be. Because, you know, one of the other things we were talking about with you today was how being here and being in other places than New Jersey and New York area, like, really calms you down. It's, you don't even know that you're running at this high pace and you hear about it, like you hear people say that, right? 
that people from New Jersey and New York really fast paced, really whatever. Yes. But I mean, I just look at it like I need to be on time. You know, I need to do what I say I'm going to do, blah, blah, blah. But majority of other places that we've been in, the one thing I realized was everybody's like, calm down with that. It's good. And I'm like, well, okay, if you say so. I mean, you made the plans. I just want to make sure I'm ready for when you told me to be ready. But it's a, it's a not even just a slower pace. It's just a totally different way of thinking. Um, yeah, they, it's, it's a very, it's very chill up here. Um, no pun intended because it's, it, this is the coldest place I've ever lived. Um, I think you would love Alaska. I really do. Don't you guys think so? Mm -hmm. Well, you have all inspired me to go to Alaska. So I'm thinking about doing that soon, actually. Very cool. All right. So I know you have some questions for us about our journey. I but do. Our audience may be thinking the same, so. Wait, I have one question for you. Have you ever had lobster? I have. Have you had crawfish? I have. Damn. Okay, so you know what you're missing. I do. <laughs> yes. I thought the same thing. Yes, and it's, that's what kills me so much. I can eat fish. I can eat calamari, but I cannot eat anything that lived in a shell. And that's a relatively new allergy over the last several years, so it really is a killer. No, but I like what you said to my, you said, I'm going to have a lobster roll. I'm going to eat it in, in the, or who said for you? He did same for her to eat it in a hospital parking lot. Okay, so Mike <laughs> said that you should eat it in the hospital parking lot. I said, I'm going to eat a lobster this summer. I'm just going to do it. And he said, could you please do that in the parking lot of the hospital? <laughs> I think that's great. All right. So what kind of questions do you have for us? Because other people might be thinking the same thing. Well, I think I have pretty generic questions, but um, so far on your trip, and I realize your trip's almost over, but so far, what has been, what were the highlights of your trip? What were your favorite things, each one of you? Um, my favorite was flying a plane in Florida and the entire Hawaii trip and the entire Alaska trip, ziplining in Montana. Basically um, the whole trip. <laughs> no. I'm just kidding. I mean, it was mainly just like extreme things that we got to do that I would never get to do or probably, you know, like, like, like extreme things that I normally wouldn't get to do if I went on a trip somewhere. I would say all of the above that she just said, and I still think one of my favorite moments was. <laughs> Why are you looking at me? <laughs> was watching Lynette freak out going on the roller coaster, <laughs> on the SpongeBob roller coaster at the Mall of America. <laughs> it was scary. It was not scary. It was scary. It was kind of scary. Yeah. It was exciting though. Yeah. I mean, it was still that you was weren't funny. gonna die. Like you weren't gonna die. You weren't gonna hit your head. You were gonna be just fine. I was being quiet about it. It's not like I apparently was being not. Apparently not. <laughs> no. See, that's the thing. Chelsea notices when I'm quiet. <laughs> She's like eyes closed, like clenched every part of her body, and I looked at her and I go, Lynette. Open your eyes. 
did. You did. You're like, ah! That was the best. That was probably one of my favorites. <laughs> well, I would say that. And then like, she flies a plane. I mean, really. I came a long way with that, though. I really did. We were talking about that. We were saying that um, when we were in Alaska and we were at the Alaska Resort and we were on an aerial tram. And there's a video of that on YouTube, right, where we went up 2,300 and something feet off the ground and we were amongst the glaciers. That was extremely scary. I mean, my knees, I was holding on. My, I can't help it. My knees were like, what's going on? But I have to tell you that I really think that I've gotten better with this fear of heights. A fear I never had until I got in my 40s. I never had this problem until I got into my 40s. And... um. So it came on me out of nowhere, and I think I've worked to, because I have not had an issue with that since we were in Alaska. No, and we jumped off of a couple cliffs, which is another one of my favorite things. Yeah, we jumped off the cliff in Hawaii, and the taller one, 30 feet or something, mm -hmm. in uh, Missouri. That was fun. That was, because right where you thought you were hitting the, the water, Marie, like when you jump off, and you're like, okay, I'm going to be hitting the water, all of a sudden it was like, Ooh, no, you're not. It's like roller coaster, stomach drop, and then another six or eight feet, and you hit the water. It was crazy. Yeah, it was cool. I think that my favorite part was um, my my favorite part of the trip has truly been the connections that I've been able to make when interviewing people, because it has surprised me at almost every turn. It was unpredictable, and it was just emotionally amazing. I feel so um, like fulfilled from what they've given me. I feel honored that that they have trusted me, like you in our interview today. You know, and it's not just the season three interviews, but the interviews that we've also done for the upcoming film project that we're working on. So between all of that. And just having that intimate, very intimate connection with somebody during that moment of time, I just, I consider that an amazing honor. And, and I've taken it in and I feel like every single one has, has stayed inside of me, like I'm carrying that around. And if you see how much weight I've gained from this three-month journey, that's probably what it is. Now we know, Charles, that's what it is. It's, yeah, it's all the it love. All it's all the love. Yeah. But one of my favorite memories and while we were driving on the road and it happened to be during a, a very like pressure-filled moment when we had to get um, Chelsea from the coast of Oregon to her surprise proposal in San Francisco. Uh, we had a great drive. It was just gorgeous on the coast of Oregon. And then we went through the Redwood Forest. It was an amazing drive, but at the same time, we were playing that word game where you, have, you, know, you pick a letter and you have to say how many words. And... So let's say I say the letters P. You're like, oh, prison, which you happen to be a nurse at a prison. Um, palladium, whatever. Plate, it doesn't matter. It just has to be five letters or more. Chelsea says like four words and then goes, okay, yeah, I'm done. <laughs> I go, what? No, I'm done. That's all I can think of. I'm like, no, it isn't. Like, you can't only think of four words. <laughs> so we are cracking up as we're driving, making this drive. Meanwhile... <laughs> back at the ranch in the back seat, Cassie is sleeping, right? The whole time we're playing this game, Cassie's sleeping. So at some point, Cassie wakes up. I think I was dumping footage. No, you were sleeping. Okay. Well, I think you were dumping, yeah. and then you were sleeping, and then you woke up. 
Okay. So anyway, she wakes up. She's all like, and we're still doing it. She's like, what are y'all doing? And we're like, words start with this. And I think it was M. Okay. Mm -hmm. Because all of a sudden, I go, we're doing words that start with this letter. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, Cassie goes, maybe. And we're like, good one. We didn't even say that yet. We had been playing this forever. We counted how many words Cassie, in, in her mind, which is so different from the two of our, us, sorry, because we're all so different, how many words she would say that we have not yet said. And I think the next one was like mattress. And we're like, we didn't think of that one either. And we, we were just laughing really hard at that. So that was one of my favorite road trip memories. And then I cannot leave this section of your questions without mentioning the time. <laughs> The time Cassie and I were floating in the pool in um, Virginia Beach, relaxing, loving life, and Chelsea comes out with this face on, and she looked like petrified. And I was like, "What happened? Did you clog the toilet?" <laughs> She's like, uh, "I was locked in the bathroom." And I'm like, "What?" We're we're looking at each other like, "What? Are you for real?" She's I'm texting you guys saying seriously, I am locked in the bathroom. So. I don't know how long that was, but probably a good 10 I mean, 15 minutes. I know what she was talking about. I got locked in the bathroom, but I got locked in the bathroom maybe about two minutes, and I figured it out. <laughs> I was like shaking on the door. Like, it was the weirdest thing. I would be going like this. When it finally happened. You just had to get real rough with it. I, you know what? I Yeah, I got that afterwards. But I'm seriously, I'm like talking to Drew going... I can't I can't get out of this bathroom. I don't know. Like we're all outside. All outside. Nobody's answering their phones. We just got to this house in like I mean it wasn't the first half an hour that yeah. we were at this house and everybody's outside. I go to the bathroom and I get stuck. And then of course she's like, Did you clog the toilet? No, I didn't clog the toilet. Like <laughs> You ladies didn't even hear me. Like, I'm sitting up there like, okay, well, I guess I'll just sit here. So I just laughed. I mean, some of it I was, I didn't even try. I was like, I'm just going to sit here and laugh about this right now. Hoping they check their text messages. Yeah, yeah I'm like, eventually they'll like, find me. floating in the pool like we don't even exist. <laughs> I mean, that's where I was at in that moment. And I was just like. Not a care in the world. Yeah. Did we answer your question? Yes. I have to say, though, probably my my favorite time was getting engaged. I kind of feel like that's not even part of this trip. It's so weird. It was like a, it doesn't even seem like it. Well, but until you said that, I'm like, oh, yeah, that happened on this trip, too. Like, I feel like it just happened. Like, it was there. A separate standard yeah, so, yeah. Well, and I think, too, that was kind of like. A separate personal moment for you mm -hmm. that removed you from the trip for a night like to where you could and I think it's good that you aren't associating it with the trip because that meant that you were in it and that's where you should have been for that yeah. night mm -hmm. it was good. I think for us it was like part of the trip because we were planning it through the beginning part of the trip yeah everybody lied you know, to me everybody lied to me yeah it was a good they all life. sit on a throne yeah, of lies. That's the good kind of lie. <laughs> yeah. Well, that kind of lie. I know. And I, I mean, I could bring up Mackenzie and Mike's engagement this last Saturday, which yeah. was amazing in Philly. That was like a super exciting time for all of us. Like, we all three had been on that and planning that 
we knew about it since, I mean, I knew about it since April. We didn't meet until May, and then I told you guys about it a couple weeks ago. I was so ready for that to be, like, to, to do that. So I just wanted it to go right, because there were so many, it was just, like, kind of a complex situation. I mean, like, Chelsea's was complex, but we had way more, um, like, part in all of us. In that proposal for Mike and Kevs, yeah, for Chelsea, yeah. we just had like, to get it this in time. time. You're gonna get, you're gonna say this, and you're gonna go into this room, and then Cassie is gonna say this at this time and do this, and then it was just like, oh. and it worked, and it did. And what happened? We opened perfect. the door, and what happened? You were standing there. She was completely oblivious. She thought we were picking Chelsea up from her room. So I'm like, Cassie and I are just going to Chelsea's room to pick her up on our way out. And so we go to the door, knock on it. Mike answers in a three-piece suit, looking completely handsome. Mackenzie doesn't even realize that Mike opens the door to Chelsea's room. She was so busy, blah, 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 blah. She had no idea. He opens the door, and she's like, oh, Mike, you look so beautiful. I had no clue. And then she's like, what's going on in here? She was like, run to the light child. And we just shut the door, and she just... Wandered in, <laughs> and then we ran fl- frantically back to the to our real room, threw our clothes off, and put on some white. Frantically, outfits. you guys came in like a herd of cattle. Like, <laughs> I think John and I were like, "Whoa, I think they're here." <laughs> yeah, it was great. Yeah, it was great. Okay, so that's okay. So the flip side of that is, what is your least favorite thing about your trip? I'll start with that. Uh, my least favorite, I think, would be taking an honest look at where I need growth. You know, I think it's very hard to be involved in a trip such as this one with complete strangers, where you are on a very strict schedule and you have a goal to accomplish, and you're meeting all these different people who you're learning so much from, and you're traveling basically with mirrors everywhere is what it feels like. So, you know, um, that was the hardest for me, but the best at the same time, but hard, you know, doing that. But that's for me. That doesn't mean you guys have to. That's a great answer. It's part of the process, you know? Absolutely. Yeah, I would say that's, but that, that was, Definitely a part for me that has been, you know, just seeing how you show up to the world, like, and it's really hard to to hide that when you're in a van with two other people for three months straight. I mean, literally every single day. And, you know, we weren't, we didn't really have days off. I mean, there was times when we got to be separate, but we weren't ever really off ever I mean we we've been going non-stop which is kind of the way that I work in general but just seeing that and being in this experience has been it's been eye-opening for me and seeing where I want where I get to improve on and um, I think the other part that's hard is being away you know 
I was going a thousand miles a minute before I left. And then going on this trip, I think half of it I was, I wasn't even really present for because I was so still in this like, oh my gosh, phase. <laughs> I know that sounds, I don't know if that makes sense, but that I felt really, like it took me almost halfway through to really go take a deep breath and like just really take it all in. Um, learning, you know, how I can best support other people. Um, learning how to be in a relationship was a big thing for me, even on the road. Uh, you had a ton of growth in that area, like just who Chelsea was when she got to New Jersey. You know, kind of like, oh, Drew's, Drew's so supportive about what I'm doing. He's going to be there when I get back. It's all good. To right now where she talks to him like three or four times a day. Can't wait to get back to him. And this started before the proposal. I mean, mm -hmm. it's it really started just a week in. We were in Chicago. And she looked at me. It was like the cutest thing you've ever seen. Because like literally nine days before that, before we left New Jersey, she was like, oh, it's all good. He's going to be there. He's supportive. We are on the road for maybe seven days. We're in Chicago and we're bringing our things down. And she looks at me and she goes, I'm never going to be apart from Drew this long again. Never again. It was so cute because it was like an, an eye-opener for her that this is what I want. You know, and, and, that, and so I wonder for her if this is one of the, the bonuses from this trip and one of the learnings for her because it's going to impact her whole life. You know, knowing... Because she feels away from him. It's that that's definitely been a growth for me. It's been a positive and it's been hard and you know it's being present, which is something that always comes up to me, is being present and being in the moment and and not disconnecting because it gets too much for me or you know, so that it's been it's been a big huge growth for me and it was probably my least favorite and my favorite like you said so um I, yeah that in traffic no not a really big fan of traffic we were so lucky too not hitting too much traffic yeah, except yeah. la la was insane and, and she chicago and chicago right like all the obvious places right and it was tacit maine <laughs> yeah actually we didn't hit any traffic mm -hmm. really until we got to just that little section in camden here yeah no, so I mean, other than that, like, I, yeah, that was probably, that was probably my least favorite. And I have 10 days left, so pretty excited to see him. Yes. So the hardest part? Your least favorite part. My least favorite part? Um, I think my least favorite part is just not, um, I'm a very introverted person. I like to have my alone time. I like to have me time. And I mean, like we do a really good job of like giving each other space and everything, but there's something different when you can just be completely alone rather than, you know, being quiet in a van or being quiet in a bedroom or something like that. But I think by this point that is starting to kind of get to me, but I've also been like on the road and surrounded by people for since January probably and then off and on prior to that 
So I think I'm just like kind of getting to a point where I just need to like really isolate myself for a little while. Um, and then just not having so much control over what you do in a day. Like our days, like they start out, we think we know what we're doing and then it can turn out completely different. And so just having that mentality of always just like being open to anything happening which is amazing. It's a great skill to have, but I mean, I think after a while it just becomes, I don't know, it's been pretty cool. Like, I mean, I, I feel like we can roll with the punches pretty well. Like even now, like even though like we might be tired or, you know, whatever, it's, it's, we still get it done and it's not as hard as it, you would think it would be. So I don't know, it's weird because like some of these um, least favorite um, times have also become um, a really like good challenge that we've overcome and now we're like stronger and more badass than we were before so but I'm ready to chill <laughs> I'm ready to like hardcore chill like like I, I'm, I don't lie when I mean like Cause my next job, I get to I get to have a hotel room by myself, and like I get to isolate myself for like the next three months. I mean, I'm gonna be working with people throughout the day, but like at night, I have those nights to myself. What are you gonna do? Lotion? No, I'm gonna. I have so many things I need to I need to do. I'm gonna read. I'm gonna write. I'm gonna do photo shoots and like create things, and I'm just gonna lock myself down and just do that. That's what I'm that's what I'm used to doing when I go out and do these jobs. Like I just completely I don't know anyone in these cities and I don't I don't know. I mean I go out and I do things in nature or I'll check out things if there's something cool going on, but you, most of the time I just like completely isolate myself and I just create stuff and or just like chill. And it's really nice and it's therapeutic and I'll also be by my sister this time, so that's going to be cool. I think it's been really neat seeing you go from introverted to the point where you just, you, you kind of stick to yourself and you don't, uh, in the beginning, you didn't really, like, not communicate, but you you kind of stayed back and you were more of, like, the outside listening. And throughout the trip, I've seen you get more and more involved in, you know, the places we've stayed and and open up more. And I think that in itself has been it's been joyful like it's it's really neat to see you do that because I think that that just makes you more of a rounder person and I I know for myself like I've grown and learned a lot and I've learned a lot from you mm -hmm. in general because you're very insightful and you do you you have a heart that is as big as this world so. thank you Cassie is fun to watch she's just Fun to listen to, fun to watch. Like you just never know what's coming, and she's super entertaining. She doesn't even realize how interesting and funny she is, but she just adds so much. Like her person, you know. And Chelsea's role is like the protector. You ladies are highly entertaining. <laughs> so, what is the most memorable food you've had on this trip? I know right away, chicken and waffles. Okay. <laughs> Was it good? I had never had fried chicken and waffles. Man. Okay. And and the waffles I had were sweet potato waffle fries. I didn't even get it with actual waffles. I need to, though. 
because it had maple syrup on it and it was the most insane. I never ever wanted to try that and it was the most insane thing I ever tried. Um, I loved it. That sounds delicious. Mm. Okay, so this sounds really crazy coming from me because my entire life I've hated coconut, but we had fresh coconut from in Hawaii and that was, I still think about that and I do, I don't like the coconut flakes, like it's not my favorite and I love that, like I wanted to eat the whole thing. Cassie did, she broke a like fingernail trying to break through it. No, yeah. she like messed up her fingertips. Like it was yeah. crazy. <laughs> days. Like but it was so good. Yeah, well, anything really fresh good. is going to taste completely mm -hmm. different than anything processed. Yeah, so. and they like cut it in front of us. It was it was awesome. It was the best coconut I ever had. And it was, yeah, it was totally worth all the damage to my hands getting that coconut meat. It was so good. The rest of the food, I just packed it around. So I'm just carrying it with me for a little <laughs> while. It was all really good. For the most part, I don't think we had like a really bad meal. I can't. Think I really of it. liked. I really liked the Mexican food that we had in New Mexico, Albuquerque. Mm -hmm. Oh really yeah, good. that was a great. That was stuff. really good. I really liked the dinner that Craig Hershon from Oregon. He made us this a Mexican meal, but I've never had potatoes with Mexican, and he made potatoes with scallions and stuff in there. Mm -hmm. Um. It was just really different roasted peppers and the rice and the beans and the tortillas and so it just i don't know that meal really sticks out oh yeah and then that meta i mean it was just like a seemed like a chain it was just like a regular mediterranean restaurant in washington dc that was just bomb it was so like fresh and vegan and <laughs> there was one so meal good. there was one meal that agitated us and that was the one in omaha nebraska Oh, we yeah. for, oh, that was like three hours for a dinner. And, yeah. the, and then my steak was good. Send his back. Yeah. Mine was not that good because I got vegetables and it was like a steakhouse. But the vegetables were. The vegetables were not good. They were like barely cooked. It had like zero seasoning on them. But um, I have to yeah. say pretty much every place that we went to that they made home cooked meals was delicious. Really? Like that was... That was so nice. That was really nice. Unless when we cooked the meals, then they were not so good. What do you mean? We made chicken, brown rice, asparagus. Yeah, that could have been better. Which part? What at Tracy's? Yeah, you didn't like it? Yeah. We could have been better than that. But we were like just working with what we had, kind of. Yeah, it was good. It was easy. But I mean, like when you compare that meal to like Craig's meal, it's like night and day. <laughs> When you go back and you're eating out of your hotel room, you're going to be back hey to man, whole wheat and avocado. I make, I make some bomb diggity re recipes out of my hotel room like with my what? hot plate. Like what? I make a really good coconut milk, um, like veggie soup. It's like a coconut milk base. And then I throw like bell peppers, jalapenos, mushroom, carrot, potatoes. And when I was eating meat, I would put chicken in it, and it was just so good. And I mix it with rice sometimes, or rice noodles if I wanted to. All right. Well, listen. It sounds like it's time for Harley to get a walk, so we're going to say good night, and um, thanks for stopping in and checking in on us. Come on, Harley. You just got 
The Real Deal from the Motivate Me crew, thanks to Marie Romano here in Canada, Maine. Please remember that you motivate us. I'm Lynette Renda. This is Chelsea Rafi, Cassie Hunter, and Marie Romano. Have a great night, everybody. Night. Coming, Harley. Visit our website, motivatemepodcast.com, for links to all of our social media, for our Motivate Me YouTube channel, where we're posting video of our trip, and for an application to be on the show. There is also Motivate Me merchandise on our site, as well as the ability to contribute a tank of gas or more to our road trip if you so desire. There are 191 episodes in season one, and season two is going to consist of the journey my crew and I experience as we travel around each of the 50 states interviewing people about passion. When we return, those episodes will air and that will be season three. So let us take you on this journey and let us motivate you to take action in your own life. If you enjoy this show, please subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes. This enables us to reach out to more of you. And the world keeps turning and I just keep moving along.